0: News and played a, a song. Uh, we get into the Malenik hour, and so it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the studio once again, Alan Malinek. That was it. That was your jingle. Wait, I'm just doing the drum roll. I, I, I will give you something better. We, we will <laughs> produce something for you. I promise. No,
1: no, I don't know that I need anything produced. Thank okay. you. How about
0: children? No, no, no. no, no. I've got one of those. It's fine. One's enough. <laughs> one's too many. I mean, I mean, one's enough. Yeah. Been there, done that. Oh, good. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> what is on the menu for today? Because if you haven't Good. heard uh, Alan Malinick uh, dips into... Uh, I, I keep referring to it as, as philosophy, but I don't think it is, really. It's more no. just like common
1: sense stuff, or it should be. Well, I, yeah, it should be, I guess, shouldn't it? Because, well, what else is there to sort of base your life on? Common sense, of logic, never sort of killed too many people. Okay, it, it may, maybe it did,
0: but... Nah. but you're a logical kind of pragmatic practical, straightforward guy, and so
1: the show echoes that you know pragmatism should be at at the center of just about everybody's thinking because I think it's actually one of the things that leads to all sorts of problems you know people are not pragmatic nowadays they find excuses to not be pragmatic and not be practical and not be logical not apply logic to themselves so that's a problem, yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess a little bit of philosophy here and there didn't doesn't go amiss but um i thought i'd start out with just uh, talking about what we might come up with in the very near future and uh we chatted about this the other day about the firearms amnesty and i'm organizing to do a show we'll we'll do a recording potentially because trying to get the lawyer onto the show is going to be maybe a bit of a challenge because of time constraints and all of that so i have a an attorney friend, um, Sean Kotze, who's well versed in firearm law and has been a an avid sort of gun or responsible firearm ownership advocate for decades, and uh, is is well positioned to say sensible things about what's going on with the whole situation. Because, as as you know, I'm uh, an avid shooter and firearm owner and all of that. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah there's there's an interesting time coming. There's there's been an interesting time coming up to now of course and uh it's going to only get more interesting I think as we as we go down the road. So that's one thing I'm trying to organize there that we'll have some interesting input or some useful input And
0: something to mention there, I think, just briefly, is that even if you are not a firearm owner, even if you have zero interest in guns, (laughs) what's been going on behind the scenes with this gun amnesty uh, and, in fact, what's been going on in South Africa for many years regarding firearms in general, please don't for a second think that it's something that should be outside of your radar. It is not. It is something that is absolutely, I I believe anyway, of concern to every citizen in this country, because ultimately... If we end up in a position where all the bad guys have firearms, which is happening more and more often, and none of the good guys have firearms, we're pretty much heading down a cul-de-sac. So not that today's show is about firearms. It really isn't. Um, But this is, as Alan said, something that is on the menu for us to put together in the near future. Uh, And what we've said is we are not going to have it as part of this show. It will be a standalone interview and a a standalone package because we don't want to um, kind of muddy the waters of what the Malinic Hour is all about. Out, and it's, yeah. it's not about talking about firearms per se. But uh, would you agree with me that this really is something that plays a far bigger role in people's lives than most people uh, even know I,
1: or, or, or realize? I, I would agree. I think that people don't appreciate the uh, the depth to which this, this whole thing goes. You know, uh, not, not to get into it too deeply, but the basic premise behind this whole firearm amnesty and everything is it's just a part of the systematic move to disarm the public. And the problem with that is it doesn't stop there. It ends up where you can't now carry your pen knife that cuts your biltong eventually. Um, But beyond that, the ridiculousness of it is that people are being denied the right in some way to protect themselves and to protect their families because they are up against people that are armed and Please believe me, those people that are committing crimes with firearms uh, are not doing it with licensed firearms. They don't go out and buy a gun and license it and adhere to the law and then decide one day, oh, I'm going to go and rob a a bank now with my gun. That's not how it works. So, you know, if anyone thinks for a moment that all of this firearm amnesty and, and handing in firearms and all of this is being done by illegal gun owners or people that perpetrate crime with firearms, they are sorely mistaken. So, yeah, but I, it'll, I think it'll be an interesting show and it might might become an extended thing um, because I believe it's, it's very relevant as far as crime is concerned, you know. So, yeah. Anyway, um, another thing I wanted to just mention here, and I don't know if anyone's listening, but if there are any budding filmmakers that would like to get involved in in voluntarily helping out with uh, doing video for a podcast, I think we could maybe use the services of someone like that in the studio from time to time, eh? Yeah, we're calling it podcasts, but I suppose in
0: many ways it's a vodcast uh, because of, it's, a it's the video it as well. It's the footage, yeah. the visual footage, so you can get to see the the hunky gent who is Alan. <laughs> And the little guy who sits there pushing <laughs> buttons, that's me. Um, but yeah, I, I know we refer to it as podcasts. Um, and, and that, to a large extent, is what it will be. But um, yeah, yeah, there's a video in, There's a video side to it as well. In fact, not just for this show. I think in general across the station, we could benefit from having someone involved, uh, someone who does have a bit of time and uh, would be willing to, to, to get involved on a long-term basis to assist us with that sort of thing. Because we are certainly not experts in that field. Uh, we can put the show together sometimes (laughs) but (laughs) but but packaging up a video thereafter is a completely different story
1: yeah and it's time consuming you know and um i don't know maybe my brain just doesn't go to that level it's uh, you know i can edit audio and all of that and as as you are very well versed in that type of thing but i just don't seem to think it's worth going down that road and i think it's it's an interesting aspect i've been watching more and more stuff on how that's developing on the net and uh i think that I think that it has some potential to offer some sort of video you know on online as well, but who knows i don 't know we 'll see cool no. uh, what else what else can we tell you about the situational awareness course that I mentioned that 's still making a transition into being available on the on the web and um, yeah that 's again one of one of the things that I seem to spend a lot of time focusing on is is crime related things and uh, sadly, if you sit, if you if you think that the the situation's improving, um, it's simply not. You know, it's it's getting worse. It's not going to get better in the foreseeable future. Unfortunately, sorry, I don't want to sound all negative, and but it's just realistic, and people need to start being more aware. And uh, <clears throat> so when when that makes it onto the web, I'll uh, definitely let everyone know about it, and maybe it'll help some people out. And then, the vaccine drama, the local vaccine drama. So, so just for fun, on my, on my local uh, community um, group, the, uh, what do you call it, social group? Uh huh. I threw up a poll there. I must actually. I'm just accessing it while I'm talking. Was to this you on now. Telegram? Yeah, on Telegram. Yeah. Okay. So, um, on Telegram. Okay, and we've still got a hundred votes here. And so, someone asked, you know, if I'd put up a a poll because there are obviously some people in the area that are for the thing you know they've been affected by this by this problem and they're for it and there are some people that are just really kicking against it so i stuck the poll up and as of a few minutes ago we had now 100 votes so we have got a hundred votes here, and
0: that's a fairly representative slice of the population. It's, if it's a local community, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's
1: not. A, How it's many not people a,
0: on the group? Three three hundred and fifty. Okay, so it's give or take a third,
1: slightly less than a third. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad response. It's Not a bad sample. Yeah. So the 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 question was the the COVID vaccine. Would you take it? And um, the the answer choices were yes, no, and Do you know something I don't? Which, (laughs) well, I I just can't help but, you know, throw in the odd sarcastic thing. Yes. But that that last option obviously equates to pretty much no as well. Yeah. So when you add those together, you get no at 75%. Oh, wow. Which
0: I found quite interesting. Three quarters of your sample rate would not take the vaccine. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And look, it doesn't surprise me. Maybe it doesn't surprise me just because I I, that's sort of in agreement with what I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same.
0: Yeah. And and in fact, I I would have a tough time trying to understand the rationale of someone who did choose to take it. Um, and, And it's at the end of the day, I really don't believe there is a right or a wrong here because if you look at what many of us are basing our decision on, we are basing it on information that has been made available to us. Yeah. And I always question the source of that information because these days you can literally find whatever you're looking for. So if I type in to Google or whatever the search engine is, it doesn't matter whether it's duck, duck, go or any one of these others, probably the dark web, even as it's referred to. Mm. If I had to go on there and search for Deaths as a result of COVID vaccine, I will find them. If I have to search in um, benefits of the COVID vaccine, will the COVID vaccine save my life? I will find something that is in agreement with that. So bottom line is that by sourcing articles and referencing intelligent people who are so-called experts in their field, yeah. I'm not so sure that there's any merit or value in that anymore. I'm really not, because I'm pretty sure you and I tomorrow could get two experts in the studio, whether they are virologists, uh, um, vaccine specialists. I suppose they have a medical name somewhere. Doctors with incredible experience. We could probably get two of them in here. And have
1: a completely different conversation about vaccines yep. with both of them. Hundred percent, I would agree with that. I'm just, uh, you know, just thinking while you're talking about this, and I, I find this quite interesting. Now, I've just had the thought that, you know, when people ask for advice, often they will go to someone, ask for advice, tell them their problems, and uh, of, often, nowadays, more, more than uh, you know, in decades gone by, but nowadays it seems to be more that or more common that people will choose advice that suits them. It's, it's human nature to do that and they will go around now especially they'll go around and they will look for advice that suits them because it's easier that way. So what you're saying now is quite interesting because the the internet almost is is mimicking human behaviour in in that in that sense, where people will go and Google stuff and find an answer that suits them. And especially with this whole vaccine thing, I'm quite sure there are opposing views, you know, views from both sides of the of the spectrum that will give you a completely different outlook. And I just had the thought that I found it interesting that actually the, the in, instead of it just being a uh, a logical answer to a question depending on how they answer the, ask the question they are going to get an answer that you know leads them down another path it provides them with an answer that they were looking for even if it's a, if, even if it's at a subconscious level they were looking for a yes or a no and they'll go down that path so i just found it interesting that i had that yeah, the so. other thing I've seen with
0: polls, and, and I'm sure that there would be a way of hiding the results of a poll until such time as they've been published. But the other thing that I've seen is in many of these polls, oh, yeah. you can actually view oh. the responses before you vote. Yes. So if I'm about to answer the question, you know, is the sky purple? Yeah. And I see that, wait a minute, 95% of the respondents have said yes. Well, then I better say Yes so so are you are you really answering based on what you truly feel in your heart, exactly. or are you answering because you think that 's what everybody is expecting you to answer or you need to fit in or be acknowledged exactly. or be seen to be part of the herd yeah. and it would be interesting the people who are on your telegram group, these hundred odd people, are they from all walks of life, are they yeah. young old yeah.
1: Broad, broad spectrum. Okay. Another interesting thing there is what you're saying is is spot on, and I've I've proven it time and time again. Where on Telegram, for instance, you can have anonymous polls, and you can have polls where you can see who's voted, and you can then go and change the vote. And I've watched I've watched people go in. You you put up an anonymous an anonymous poll, and they will go and vote. You'll get you'll get more people offering opinion if it's anonymous, mm-hmm. because they don't want someone to see what they're saying. And if it's not anonymous, you can watch the votes change, actually, in the background, because you can go and retract your vote and and, hmm. and change it. And you can see the influence of who votes when and then how other people vote. And I guess I can see it because I kind of know individually, I know all of these people. So and had a personality type level I can you know I've got an inkling of how they think and are and their views on life and stuff like that and it's it's actually quite interesting watching the influence as as the votes come in um, and how that changes I'd like to if I may just mention something
0: regarding uh, the vaccine were you watching the stream where uh, all the um, the officials and President Cyril were at Tumbo. Oh, No, I was doing my when hair. I think received
2: in, in, the in um, the pouring rain. The AstraZeneca, yes, yes. No. I was watching
0: it when um, when that Emirates flight arrived. Were they elated? Uh, well, they were. I mean, it was in the pouring rain. When they and, finally and got there. It, it just it, it honestly it looked as though it was uh, a funeral. I mean, the weather was, always always oh, really? made it worse, but it, it looked as if. They were there to collect the body of some yes. yeah. high-powered official who had died. You you would swear that this was, you know, the event of the century. And, and what I found very interesting: yeah. there's a gentleman who I follow on Twitter, Jonathan Witt. Yeah. Now, many people dislike him. He's a medical doctor, okay. but he says things that. You would not necessarily associate with a doctor because I don't think he thinks like most most doctors he's He's kind of a little bit out there, but he says he says it how he how he sees it, and that's fine, fair enough um, and if you are on Twitter, you might like to follow him Jonathan underscore wit W-I-T-T. but he made a point here, and i 'd like to just read his tweet exactly as it is. The media he writes gushed about our inept government receiving one million vaccines, which is fewer doses than what is required to vaccinate just 1% of the country. Mm-hmm. Mediocre people will always celebrate mediocrity instead of criticizing it because they are incapable of excellence themselves. Spot on. And, and he's, he's absolutely spot on the money there because the media did. There were a number of streams yeah. that going out. There were photographs and news reports and... You know our our vaccines have finally arrived, yeah. and as he points out, one million doses. And I fully appreciate that most, if not all, of that should go to the frontline, so-called frontline healthcare workers. Yeah. Um, that I think is is something that is somewhat of a no-brainer. You would, in any country, you would want that. But the fact that we are celebrating that we've managed to get one million of these vaccines. Uh, in a a country where the population officially is only about 60 odd million 65 million or whatever it is, I think unofficially uh, with all the illegals here we're probably on well over 100 million And, you know, I I just pictured this this palette of of vaccines now and how it was going to make its way to the testing area. I just and I don't know because I haven't bothered to follow up on it, but I do know it was making its way to I think it was Blumfontein to be tested. And I just thought to myself, this is going to be a little bit like one of those blue light brigades on the highway where you're the president and you could actually get into your little it doesn't need to be a VW golf or a city golf or something basic, but you could get into your nice BM or Merc with no flashing lights or sirens, and you could drive from Parliament buildings yep. to the airport to wherever it is you're going completely under the radar with nobody even knowing that you're there. Uh, and, and nobody would be, would be any the wiser. But but you don't. Can't happen. You choose to drive with this huge convoy. At huge cost. And and what do they call it? Is it a cavil, cavalcade? Is cavalcade? Is that cavalcade. the word? Where yeah. it's flashing lights and it's sirens announcing your presence, which I've never understood. I'm wondering, are they doing exactly the same thing with this shipment of vaccines sure. where what they should have done is put it in a truck, a refrigerated truck, because mm. my understanding is it needs to be refrigerated. Mm. Stick a spa or a pick and pay or a checkers logo all over it so it looks like you're carrying a load of whatever the fresh produce mm. is. Maybe have an unmarked police car uh, up front and maybe behind yeah. if you really feel the need to. And just make your way to Bloemfontein in a, in a very subtle manner. Did
1: that happen? Uh, I'm just wondering. It's a genuine question. Here's a, here's a question. Sorry. Here's a question. Does, does Bloemfontein have an airport?
2: Well, they do, but they had to make the big show here first. Look, Emirates oh. doesn't fly to Bloom oh. Emirates had to first bring it here.
1: Oh, there needed to be a show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then, but
2: it, it was such a non-event because of I, I, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I watched it afterwards. I just forwarded. But you see the Emirates playing pull in. Yeah. And then eventually this comes out the belly. This mm. big, And then they know where to be seen because now it's raining. So everyone's probably going, I'm not going out there. It's raining not. now. And, and we'll know, sit and in the first, first class lounge, lounge and dr- yes. drinking our champagne. And then Eventually they arrived, but nothing happened. They went there, looked at it, and left. It's not like he said anything or was weird. Exactly.
1: But isn't this isn't this the pattern that we've come to expect over decades and decades in in this on this continent? It seems to be the repeat. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter which country it's in. the show just seems to continue going on the, and it's show the same is circus with the different ring ringmaster exactly mm. and and it seems to be just a continual distraction to get your attention away from or let's let's put it this way let's consider who's watching the show and how that affects them mentally you know there are a lot of people that lend their attention to it and they don't really absorb too much of it. But there are a lot of people that are absorbed by it and they, they buy into the drama and then they are distracted from what's actually going on. Mm. And that, for me, is a is a big concern. Look, don't get me wrong. I think that there is a place and a
0: space for announcing the fact that, sure. guys, the vaccines have arrived. Cool. and 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 send and out a press release and let people know. Yeah. We're thrilled to tell you that... It's only enough for 1% of us, but yeah. the first batch of a million <laughs> vaccines are here. They're going to be sent for testing. And um, yeah. the other thing that, that I must say was quite disappointing to me was when he announced that there was going to be a two-week period. Mm. That they're here, but it's, it's still <laughs> going to be two weeks. For what? Mm. What the Where's hell the is taking you so long? If you exactly. are that concerned that people are dying like flies, if that had yeah. arrived at the airport, exactly on what day was it? Tuesday? Was it yesterday? Or Monday it was Monday. Monday. Why, is, why is it not distributed? It, it should be in the hands of whoever is going to be jabbing somebody by Tuesday.
1: But then we what ha- is the excuse we have the same, we
2: have, have the it same...
0: tested. Sure, I get that it mm. needs to be tested. Does it need to be tested?
2: Well, you know what? Why? You know what? There, I know that this is an official order that we paid for and it's coming from India, but with so much corruption going on and them, them being so fearful that. It could be the wrong thing. They've got to test it. Just make sure. Because if they start uh, immunizing people and people start dying and they find out afterwards, so they've got to, to cover themselves.
1: So here's a question. If you're spending this much money on ordering something. Check it first. Yeah. Well, <laughs> send someone there and let them babysit it. Put, put your person in mm. there and let them be there. It's like buying something from China. You don't want to go and buy something from China and buy 20 million of the things without somebody actually flying to mm. China and going and checking that you're getting the stuff you've ordered. You know? So how much, how much have they spent on this, this vaccine? Uh, it was
2: 20, 20 billion, the first lot, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's, tell it's you lots what, of zeros. I, there, there is some good news, I must say. It's just come through, and very good news, is that uh, Zueli Makize, the health minister, has just launched the Electronic Vaccination Data System, which will allow South Africans to register for the COVID-19 vaccine. Mm. Government has reached an agreement. This is huge. I love this. With medical aid schemes to cover the cost of the vaccination for their members. And government will cover... The people who do not have medical aids.
0: You see, that's exactly what should be happening here. Here, The government should, and, and, and yeah, I stress exactly. this, for those who want it. I'm so yes. glad that when Cyril spoke at the mm. family meeting the other evening, he said this isn't going to be compulsory. Mm. That to me was, was me music too. To, yeah, my to my me ears. Years. But for those who want it, mm. I agree okay. completely. The government should be paying Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. Um, I, I do have somewhat of a different opinion when it comes to people who aren't contributing to the tax system in this yes. country. I must be honest. But then you could also argue that if somebody is living here and buying bread and milk, well, those are, are not taxed. But if people are living in this country and, mm. and, and contributing to the economy in some way, mm. they are paying tax. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 it's, uh, I guess, refreshing for people who may have been worried about how they were going to afford it. Even
2: Even if they don't, if they don't contribute, you don't want people running around here. Uh, with COVID or whatever, and it just inoculate all of them. Just you know, just immunise them all. So
0: they should do the same when it comes to people. Um, <laughs> I was going to be quite, um, no, never mind. Pedantic. No, I was going to refer to castration for certain well, society. well some society. Well, some of them should just be sterilized at birth. Yeah, well, that's, that was going to be one of my comments, but I think that could have been insensitive, so I, I, I'm not going to say anything there. Ned, uh,
1: you've got something that's coming on Telegram. Yeah, Ness is on, the, on the Caxton Radio group, Ness, Ness has just said, test the vaccine on, on the government officials first, and then Renea said, yes, if the politicians kick the bucket, it's okay. Well, that's how I feel. So,
0: no. Look, we each, yeah. we each have an opinion on it. Personally, sure. I, I'm not at the point yet. Maybe that will change. I'll be honest. I'm not at the point where I would take the vaccine. I, I don't think I, I need to. I, I would like to hope that my body has the ability to fight off whatever berg, uh, lurgies and bugs there are. Yeah, I um, agree. But I do realize that someone like my mom or dad, for instance, who are now in their 70s, very early uh, 70s, um, I think my mom's actually only 69. Sorry, mum. I I do think that if they choose, and and that's the the emphasis to be put on choose, if they choose to take it, it should be made available to them. Sure. I'm just not completely confident at this stage that, that taking a vaccine that hasn't been out for long, that hasn't been tested. Although when I was chatting to my brother, who's quite a smart chap, he was saying... Vaccines don't need to be tested like they did years and years ago, where you've got to have this rollout period and have them in the market for X number of years and have them tested on so many patients. He said we've advanced; we we're able to run computer simulations and test things in a fraction of the time yeah. that we were able to just 20
1: years ago. And so he's got a valid point there. But again, I think it comes down to choice. Choose yeah. well; it should be it should be your choice. And something I think that is is relevant. Over and above the back Discounting the vaccine completely Is we've got all these people walking around And they are Some of them are sick, some of them are not Uh, A lot of the people that are getting sick Are not doing too much Or rather a lot of the people that Potentially can get sick Are not doing a lot They're not doing a great deal To um, improve their health in general They're still going out and eating KFC And eating sugar and eating the whole You know, all the processed rubbish that Honestly, Mm. let's be dead honest here. You really shouldn't be eating the the rubbish. Okay. Uh, And other things. Their lifestyles are not geared towards being healthy, to actually towards having a decent working immune system. Because let's face it, we've survived for how many millions of years? And that's because we have immune systems that have developed, along with all of these bugs that we've been introduced to or exposed to, why is it that people are just walking around you know going through the motions and uh, let's have takeaways every five minutes Uh, sorry it sounds like I'm getting on Getting on Look, the I'll takeaway ban. I'll be band honest, Alan.
0: I, I was looking forward to a wacky Wednesday for lunch. Um, well, there
1: goes that. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> uh, it's a double. It's two yeah. for the price Ooh. of one.
0: But, but you a, know, a wacky wacky Wednesday. Having, having said that, <laughs> you know, I also run pretty much every day exactly. of my life, and yeah. I'm, I'm exactly. fairly healthy. And I think yeah. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it every day. No. And I think it all comes down to something we've spoken about on this on this show and on the station before, and that is moderation and balance. Spot on. Uh, I think where the problem comes in. it If people are looking to the vaccine to be their kind of their savior, yes, while still living and intentionally living a very unhealthy life. I mean, I have heard of people who have died from this, and I'm talking about firsthand people who who I know who've lost people they know. So that would be would that be secondhand or firsthand? Anyway, this is kind of very close to my circle now, Mm -hmm. and I think what is frightening for me is. Not frightening, that's too strong a word, but but what makes me think is many of the people who have passed from, inverted commas, COVID, because that's what you're told, you don't actually know if it really was, but let's assume that it is, and it was. Many of them were seemingly healthy, healthy people. people. Yeah. You know, there's this friend of Dave's who died, I think it was two weeks ago now, after being in ICU for, for about three weeks. Fit, healthy cycled every day of his life, yeah. literally is, was the sort of guy who could jump on a bicycle and go and ride 100Ks today and then finish a 100Ks, get off, have a cup of tea and go and do it again. I'm not saying that I knew every part of, of, of what made up his health. I sure. don't know if he had something underlying. I don't know if he had heart disease in the family. I I, yeah. I've, I don't know. And I don't think it's fair for anybody to comment unless you are someone who has really run serious tests mm. of another person. You don't know what's no, underlying. But the fact that people like that, not just clinically obese or sure. diabetic yeah. or unhealthy uh, People are
1: dying from that for me is a little bit Concerning I will be honest something that I've Been considering recently is how The the absolute Focus of all the medical people has been On this thing and To the exclusion of what else because let's Say people come in with a heart problem Or a a liver problem or or Whatever it is a lung Problem and because Of the almost fanatical um, You know Focus on one Thing this virus What else is being missed? What else is being discounted completely? And, And is that actually accounting for deaths? Of you course. Know, I'm Look sure at the UK. They've shown studies there already
0: that they oh. are anticipating. I think they said within, it, it was two years or four years. And I know that's a big difference. So apologies for not knowing exactly, but I don't have it in front of me. And they, they'd, It was a, a forecast, not really a study. A study okay. is the wrong word, a forecast. And they were saying that because of all of the compromised elderly and sickly people who have been overlooked and mm-hmm. who have had to step aside for the treatment of COVID patients, they are forecasting a massive spike yeah. in deaths okay. as a result of Makes sense. diabetes, uh, chronic heart disease, um, and a number of these, uh, hypertension, and all these things that, that are normally managed through the healthcare system in the UK, Yeah, yeah. but for the last 14, 15 months haven't been managed yes. because everything's made way for COVID. It's not quite yeah. 14, 15 months, call it a year. Bit of year um, yeah. So, so in, in answer to your question, there absolutely they are yeah. saying, and 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 I think what a certain sector of the society is is worrying about, and these are intelligent people and, and scientists and doctors. They are saying that they they think that that number has been hugely underestimated. So, what you've done is you've kind of borrowed from Peter to to pay Paul. To pay Paul. Yeah. So, yes, you may have saved a number of lives now specifically from COVID, but at the end of the day. The total number of people who die will be just as many, if not more, exactly because people are now going to be dying from other things that you were unable to yeah, fix. That's yeah. that's the prediction, indeed, and it makes sense. It really, stands to reason. Yeah. We're going to take a short music break. It is the Malinick Hour on Caxton Radio. Cheryl Crow for you there. Caxton Radio, every day is a winding road. Alan Malinick joins us in studio on a Wednesday. Um, Just got a message from my dad a little earlier as well, and I think he he does make a valid point here. We were talking about the poll that you did Mm. uh, on your group, and I think my dad uh, does make a valid point here and that he said, unfortunately, I don't think the respondents are really a fair representation of the public at large. Um, He's saying it's very much much the response of those who belong to that group. And those who belong to that group will probably be like-minded with Indeed. similar interests. 100%. So say, spot on. In, in In some respects, yeah, yeah you know, if you, if you have a, um, I mean, it's not like this is an anti-vaccine group. <laughs> that just means we're all right and everyone else is wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But look, I did something very similar on Twitter, okay. Um, which I think is possibly a more representative group of people. Although, again, the people who go on Twitter might be of a certain type of of thinking people Um, I did it on Twitter and I pretty much said exactly the same thing as you did this was going back a few weeks now I said if the vaccine arrived in this country tomorrow would you take it yes or no and it was 53% yes and 47% no okay so 50-50 where yours is more two-thirds wouldn't and Mm. one-third would Mm. so I guess it depends on where you're asking the question absolutely especially
1: on a place like Twitter let's let's be honest I mean Twitter is a a cauldron of all sorts of stuff my goodness you know i'm I, I really and we could have this conversation
0: for at length oh, yeah. i'm really at the point where um I, I i would like to just be able to switch off to all social media yeah. and and for the sake of the caxton radio project and i guess my brand i i can't you know the, the the crazy thing is and the ironic thing is as much as i dislike it there is value there is. in being on those
1: platforms i a couple of what a a week ago i actually went on to facebook with the intention of of shutting down my pages the personal page and the the life page and all of that because i haven't been on there i haven't visited them in literally in months because i've just grown to uh dislike the the way things happen on facebook and the the negative what i deem to be the negative side of it and all of that and um yeah, I, I finally just went away. I just left it and I went away from it. And I, I think what I actually need to do is get someone to specifically manage those pages so that I don't actually have to interact with, with the, the application too much because I, this is going to sound a bit aloof. I, I look at, I look at the, I go onto Facebook and I look at it and I look at the friends and then I look at the way people are saying things and I look at who is saying what. And you know, as much as YouTube or whoever's got an algorithm running in the background, there's one running in my brain as well, all the time. Yep. And I'm analyzing this and thinking, but man, you're doing this and you're saying that, and there's something not congruent here. And there's just so much of that. And it's in your face all the time. I look at it and I want to distance myself from the, the lack of reality. Of people, we
0: need to do a little collection, and like go and buy an island somewhere. Yes, and just have a group of like-minded people yeah. on an island. But then again, maybe that's what they did, you know, when Australia was started. And where has that got them? You know, well, that's an interesting thing.
1: You know, uh, we've kind of gone off at a bit of a tangent here, which is which is cool. But something that I wrote at the end of what I was going to talk about here, and and this is relevant now, is. Um, I'm just going to read this to you. We seem to be at a point where there's a great deal of disruption. And I think if you look back in history at the collapse of societies, you'll see the individual contributed to the whole uh, rather than the other way around. And as if the whole thing becomes top heavy and then can't, can't support its own weight. And what I'm talking about here is in terms of population and the size of communities, and all of that, and on that point, I think that there's a lot of merit in the development of small communities, big enough to sustain themselves, and yet small enough to maintain the efficiency needed to actually plot a reliable future course. I, it's quite interesting that you bring that up about the island, because I think if you look, I, I've I've looked a, a fair bit into, tried to gather some information in the past over the years about how societies meet their demise and how they collapse. And there's a lot of information on it. And one of the recurring themes seems to be that when things get too big, hmm. uh, they all start falling apart. So if you if you limit the size of the community to a couple of hundred people, um, literally that small, you end up having people filling all the little... Required niches in in whatever's uh you know what's required for decent yep. relationships in general. Everyone
0: has work. Everyone has a role to yeah. play. Everyone wakes up with a purpose. Exactly, and that's that's very important. So this is purpose. what we need to do. We need to thin the herd, precisely, which takes us back to the vaccine, yeah. and COVID, and maybe that is exactly what's happening. Well, it's I'm, thinning the herd. You know, Alan.
1: you know my views. You know my views on uh, thinning the herd. The population of the planet. I would be quite happy tomorrow if there were a tenth of the people on the on the planet left. And uh, if you happen to be in the ninety percent that left, so well, be it. You know exactly that. So be it. Because how does I, I? But then I don't think that this life is just all that there is. I don't think that you know. I think that we are a lot a lot more than just this physical thing that you see here. Yeah, no, well, so. some people, some of them. <laughs> yes, some. some uh, meet my friend Bob the desk. Yeah. <laughs> does, does Bob
0: identify as being a desk? Bob is a desk. <laughs> I saw something funny. Um, I think it was also on Twitter, or somebody sent it to me as a meme. It was basically, um, you know, this whole identifying with now, where no, you got man. people who are transgender and no gender and hidden agenda, and um, <laughs> hidden there, agenda. There, there was this, uh, there was this meme yeah. of a bunch of cyclists. And in front of this peloton of cyclists was a motorbike guy. Okay. And uh, the caption was something along the lines of, um, and for the third year running, it's 2036. And Bob the biker has again won the Tour de France um, because Bob identifies as a bicycle. And it, it was basically just playing on the whole fact that even though this guy is a motorbike person yes. riding a powered motorcycle... Yeah. He's been, he's been allowed to take part in the Tour de France because he identifies as a cyclist who is riding a bicycle, yellow, even though he isn't.
1: Yeah, that's right. His yellow jersey is a, a leather jacket.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and it was just quite funny because if you read into that what you will, it just seems to be the way the world is becoming, that you, you can be and do and say whatever you like because, oh. well, it's accepted look, somewhere.
2: Look, look at what's
1: become the president of the United States. Uh, talking about memes, there's there's one on the social group here. It's got this picture of Biden, and it says, "Goats are like mushrooms because if you shoot a duck, I'm scared of toasters." Joe Biden. <laughs> what? And that exactly it says here. Goats are like mushrooms because if you shoot a duck, I'm scared of toasters, and that kind of sums up. Biden. So really, the point
0: is, it's just a load of words <laughs> with no meaning. No meaning. But then again, that's all. the characteristic uh, of many a world leader, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Listen, I think, we've reached that yeah, time. We're running how, out of time. It happens, yeah. It's, yeah. We're going to play a song before the news. Cool. Well, so um,
1: we'll, we'll get back to next week. We, we will definitely, I will definitely <laughs> go down the road we were supposed to, but... Uh, you mean you yeah. didn't get down the road? I've, no, I've, no. I've got your notes. Yeah, no, definitely not.
0: There we go. There, there's your notes. There's paper and, everywhere. And we did, <laughs> we did everything that you said. We did a talk about another thing, situational awareness, vaccine drama. I know. that's that's just the beginning. Oh, oh yeah, oh dear. There's other stuff too. Maybe we need to extend your show. That's not a terrible idea.
1: It's not a Maybe you can idea.
0: take over the show on a Wednesday. You can just do 12 to 3, and I'll stay in bed. You just want to go and have, have takeaways somewhere, don't you? Actually, now that you mention it, <laughs> yes. I'm going to order. Would you like a Wacky Wednesday? It's not a terrible idea, I suppose. Hey, everything in moderation. Is there meat? Yes. Okay. Is that all right? Proper meat. It's proper meat. From a cow? Uh, well,
1: yes, unfortunately. I wish it wasn't. It was probably only unfortunate for the cow. Talking about that, I saw something on the on YouTube the other day, yes. about lab grown meat, meat grown in a laboratory. Yeah. Yeah. I must find that. I'll find it and send you to you. we're not link. talking
0: about the sort of synthetic uh, substitute, the beyond beyond burger type meat. We're no, not no, talking no. about that. This was this was so it's grown as Grown meat. like in a petri dish. Oh no. Yeah. But look, having said that, it's what we become used to, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you went to culture, uh, if you lived in a community where there was a culture of not killing animals, and you said, here, have some cow, (laughs) people would meet that with (laughs) resistance and would be disgusted. (laughs) Just like if I said to you now, I'm going home to eat a cat. Yes. That would be socially unaccepted in South Africa.
1: Well, yeah. In other countries, it would be... but Exactly. With with noodles or
0: Not in China. Well, this is my point. Noodle or rice. So what is acceptable... Today is not necessarily acceptable tomorrow and vice versa. Exactly. And um, my point being that something coming out of a, a, a Petri dish, Petri dish, I said Petri cause Pietri because there's, there's a friend of mine. His name's Pietri, and nobody can ever pronounce his name correctly because he's P-E-T-R with a little copy key on the E. His name's Pietri. And it's difficult because whenever I write an email to him, I get annoyed because I have to go through the, the functions on my <laughs> keyboard to try and figure out how I could put that little copy key on there. To
1: get the right. To but anyway,
0: the right he said to time. me the other day, he said, Paul, just because I said, I keep forgetting how to pronounce your name, Pietri. He said, just think of the dish, Petri dish. Anyway, <laughs> but the point I'm making is imagine now eating meat that's grown in a Petri dish. That would just seem foreign. But if you grew up with mom and dad opening the cupboard and taking out a Petri dish and peeling out your burger that had just finished peel, growing. Peel the burger. There's an idea. Oh. Anyway, we waffle on. Thank Indeed, you for joining the Malanica Hour on Caxton Radio. Alan will return, same time, same place, next week. I shall. Week I shall. For more ramblings. No, we'll, we'll have less rambling and more direction. Lovely. I, I like that. One direction. There's a band name in there somewhere. Used to be. Have a good uh, Wednesday. And you. All righty.